New Hope Outreach Ministries, making a difference by taking the gospel from word to action. And now, today's message. We shall rejoice and be glad in it because you are here today with us, God. God, you are here orchestrating today, God. God, you give the word as you see fit. Remove Rosalind and everybody else out of the way. Let your spirit reign today, God. God, let your spirit breathe in our hearts and minds, Lord God, that we hear from you. Huh? That we hear the word that you have prepared for us today, God. God, that you be glorified and you get the glory and the honor hallelujah not only today but every day of our life and we thank you in Jesus name we pray amen amen I was just I was kind of shocked but we had a we had a wonderful time this morning in the Lord right we had just an exhilarating it was just filled with faith we had prayer we had like we had a service <laughs> But we know that God wants us to bring his holy word um, each and every day, right? So we need to know that he is with us. The um, lesson, and I'm going to try to stay on topic, the message is for such a time as this. How many know it's such a time as this? For such a time as this. When Pastor called me Monday, I was like, well, I'm not going to preach for such a time as this. That's Esther. I'm like, ah, everybody heard about Esther, you know. But no, it's not just Esther. <laughs> for such a time as this means a right now time, huh? It's a right now time. I'm already not going to my scripture. <laughs> but it's a right now time. <laughs> yeah, my pastor in uh, Montana, he said, you ain't going to need paper. But I studied. But, you know, sometimes you go off a little bit. But it's a right now time. And as I listened to each and every testimony, starting with Barbara, God said this was the right time. You were in the right place on, on what was it, Friday? That was for such a time as this. You know, that was a time and opportunity you needed to be there, hallelujah, to save your husband's life. Believe it or not, God put you there, hallelujah, placed you there at the right time, you know. And with Jocelyn and the little girl, I thought about a time when I was a child. You know, sometimes children have things that have happened to them they don't even speak of. But Jocelyn, you're placed in that child's life for such a time as this. You're placed to, to bring some stability. You're placed there to, to just give her encouragement and let her know hallelujah, that life goes on, that you will make it, that you shall live, and you shall live and declare the works of the Lord. You know, my aunt, my aunt was named Esther, and she proclaimed over me as a baby. The doctors had gave me up. They said, this child's not going to live. My mom said I wasn't thriving. You know what, thriving, I wasn't drinking any kind of milk, and um, she called my aunt Esther and she cleared the room and she prayed and she said this baby shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord so today is the acceptable time for us to declare the works of the Lord I thought about what you said it is our time to stand up as Christians hallelujah that don't mean we perfect people but we need to stand up and declare that we know God hallelujah the one true living God hallelujah he's not a 
God of the Bible in the book. He is a living God inside of us. So we have to know that for such a time as this. Hallelujah. Let's go to one of my favorite scriptures, Isaiah 1 and 19. Isaiah 1 and 19, it says, I can quote that one. <laughs> if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. I'm not going to say it word for word, but we need to be willing and obedient. And like I said, Esther was willing and obedient. Esther didn't just um, pop up and do this all on her own. Hallelujah. She had been trained since a child. Hallelujah. She had been trained by her uncle Mordecai. And she had been trained, hallelujah, in the word. She had been trained to be a young lady, hallelujah, to be presentable, hallelujah, to be one of a great moral character. You know, as I read Esther, I read the whole story because I studied it in one of my Bible lessons. Esther was a beautiful child. And I thought about it. How many people are beautiful? <laughs> it's a lot of beautiful people. I say a beauty is born every minute, right? So... Esther was beautiful, but it had to be something more than just her, you know, brick house looks. You know, <laughs> it had to be something else there to make the king take notice. And I thought about it. Y'all that married, right? Been married. How did you attract your mate? Okay. It might have been a wink. It might have been a smile. It might have been the way you walked. <laughs> Get it, girl. It might have been a way you talked, how your conversation was. It might have been, you might have been an intellectual with your head in a book, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, he liked Tyrone like that walk. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> that's what got him. I know. Girl got to walk, don't she? Don't she? Uh-huh. <laughs> Talking about his wife. Now, you know. <laughs> she got to walk. But we know that it's something inwardly that attracted you to that person. And as I thought about what the king Xerxes see, he saw all these young girls, like a parade of girls in the harem, right? And all these young girls, all of them beautiful, all of them had, you know, whatever. But he looked at Esther, hallelujah, and she had that, you know, whatever it was that attracted him. So we know that God showed favor, right? When you have favor for such a time as this, I'm leading somewhere for such a time as this. When you have favor, hallelujah, how many know that the enemy cannot stop you? Hallelujah. When you have favor, hallelujah, you might hear no five, six, seven times, but the enemy has no ground. Hallelujah. When you have favor, hallelujah, they can hate you on the job, but you still getting the promotion. Hallelujah. I'm looking at you right here, girl. <laughs> I don't know. It's one coming, okay? But, but we know that. God, hallelujah, has the final say-so for such a time as this. Like, Miss Geneva, you're just awesome in the word. But God had to show a lot of favor in your life, I'm sure, right? He showed a lot of favor. Things might not always go right, but favor is yours. You know, I'm sorry, I'm pointing out people. But, <laughs> but God knows that with favor, hallelujah, that comes accountability, responsibility, hallelujah. So Esther had to know to have that favor. And um, like Isaiah said, if you be willing and obedient, she was willing and very obedient. Hallelujah. How many got children? Ooh, headache time. How many got children? Headache time. <laughs> 
they be willing and obedient, right? I mean, you told them over and over. I ain't talking about little bitty kids. I'm talking about grown folk kids, okay? <laughs> told them over and over and over. Hallelujah. And you just say, God, you're going to have to tell them. <laughs> because, God, my words ain't working. I want them to know, God. <laughs> but if you are willing and obedient, hallelujah, you eat the good of the land. And some of them, you just look like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? But God says, I got them. You know, we are not the ones, hallelujah, to be the judge and jury over there. We are to be their parents. We can teach them, hallelujah, but God is the one that has to guide them, hallelujah. So we know that God will take care of them. So Esther was an obedient child. She was a good, good girl. And Esther had a mission. She didn't really recognize it. She thought, okay, I'm going to marry him be the queen, you know, be obedient, do whatever needs to be done. And this circumstance came up, and we can read in chapter 4 of Esther. Oh, my next verse was um, 2 Timothy. <laughs> 2 Timothy um, chapter 1 and verse 7. You know, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and of a sound mind. Because Esther had to have that quality, too. We have to have that quality for such a time as this. So we know the world we live in, we have to have those qualities that, that God is with us, that there is no fear here, as we said in our little uh, prayer time back there. There is no fear here. And God has not given us a spirit of fear. Hallelujah. But he tried it with Esther, didn't he? He tried it. <laughs> but God did not give her a spirit of fear. Hallelujah. And I like the fact that she had to pray. Hallelujah. She had to pray. Not only her, the whole nation had to pray. So we as Christians recognize that we need to pray. Hallelujah. We live in this country. People talk about this country all the time, but we live here. We need to pray for our country. We need to pray. People say, oh, the United States didn't. You live right here. What you talking? You better pray. Hallelujah. For this country, you live here. Hallelujah. So we need to pray for our country. We need to pray for our people. Hallelujah. Christians, that all of us pray, hallelujah, in the same power, in the same knowledge that God wants us to pray. Hallelujah. So Esther, Esther prayed. Hallelujah. How I many know we're going to have some enemies? Everybody ain't going to be your friend. Mm -mm. Don't even think it. Everybody is not your friend. They're not on your side. They'll smile in your face and backstab, and they'll have a knife right there. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sorry. Everybody is not your friend. <laughs> they grin up, hug on you. <laughs> hey, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Killing you. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> but God... <laughs> Hallelujah. Everybody's not your friend. Hallelujah. But we have an enemy, but God, hallelujah, says that I have all power. God has all power. You know, not the devil, not the people, not, not the naysayers, not the haters. Hallelujah. And Haman was an enemy, a sure enough enemy. Hallelujah. He wanted to destroy not, on all, not, just, not just Mordecai, because Mordecai didn't like him, but all the Jews. Hallelujah. 
Somebody be after not only you but all your family. Somebody not after you but all your family, your friends, your cousins, everybody. Hallelujah. It's time to pray. It is time to pray. So Esther knew how to pray. She knew how to pray. I probably need that one. She knew how to pray. So we're going to go to Esther chapter 4 and verse 14. Let me read some word, y'all. Y'all know I can talk, talk, talk. As my daughter says, nice mommy. I'm like, what you patting me on my head for? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we're going to go to Esther. Esther, read. And it says, for, there it is right there. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace mm -hmm, at this time, then shall their enlargement, hallelujah, the enemy, and deliverance arise to the Jews from another another place. Now, if she hold her peace, God's going to bring up someone else to save the people. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? For such a time as this. Like I said, that been ringing in my spirit all week for such a time as this. I was going to talk about David. I was going to talk about something else. But for such a time as this, because this is a time that we need to stand up as Christians. This is a time that we need to stand up. How many people go around um, their friends and family and they go, oh, here she comes. She's going to preach. She's going to teach you. Here come the preacher. Uh, Y'all don't know. I'm about to be trying to say, um... Uh, you can't break my soul. Y'all don't know what I'm finna say. <laughs> she finna preach. <laughs> but God told me, that's a compliment. I'm like, <laughs> she finna preach. <laughs> Some of y'all know what that is. <laughs> but I'm like, she finna preach. But you know what? When God uses you, be happy about it, that they recognize that you are a Christian. You ain't gonna go. You gonna break myself. You ain't gonna do all that. You gonna go. Oh, how how y'all doing? And, you know, anybody need prayer? <laughs> but but you know how to present yourself. As Brother Fred is teaching us in um, discipleship class about how how to uh, how to approach people who don't know God. Hallelujah. Because sometimes we can go and say, oh, you know. If you don't get saved, you're just going to go to hell. I mean, it's just the way it is. I'm sorry to say, you don't know God. You just get ready to go down there and burn in hell for eternity. So I don't know. So if you don't want to know the Lord, you think we all crazy. Well, well, I'll wave to you from heaven, but you're going to be down there. You're just going to be burning. I'm sorry. <laughs> Or, or, or if you just get mad like, in a few years, <laughs> you going to hell. No, how you know where they're going, okay? <laughs> but God, hallelujah. And they hear, uh, well, they're going to talk about, oh, I, I need to get saved. No, with loving kindness have I drawn thee for such a time as this. We have to show the love of Christ even when we don't want to, okay? We know this person don't like us. And we know... <laughs> This has happened to me one time. We know they can't stand you, but you're going to go and say, Lord, bless them. Lord, keep them. The Lord said, pray for them. I'm like, no. <laughs> I said, pray for them. No, Lord, you know they don't like me. 
Oh, Lord, you pray for them. Hallelujah. And, and once you do that, he said, can I, can I just say, oh, I, I do ministry work, and I just want to pray with you, and I don't know what's going to come of it, but let's just, let's, let me just say a word of prayer with you. And once you pray with them, something breaks. Something breaks. They break down crying. You don't know what you're saying because you're in prayer. You're in a prayer mode. But God will release his spirit in their life to change. That very person that you think could never change, God will release his spirit. Hallelujah. Because it's not of you. Hallelujah. Because it's of Christ. So God will release his spirit and that person will change and learn to know God. Hallelujah. I know right now I got a, a, a person I pray with. And I used to say, no, she ain't changing. She ain't going, she's stingy and she ain't going, and she, she mean kind of spirited and she ain't going to never, you know. But God has changed her so much. The other day I was talking to her on the phone and I couldn't believe my ears. I was like, what? And she said, Rosalind, you just got to go at it with a better outlook. I'm like, you, you say it? Okay. <laughs> okay. I was shocked. Because God has changed her through the year, and she called me for prayer, and now she's praying with me. I said, oh, my God, God will do a new thing. Don't never think God cannot change nobody. He changed me. He changed you so he can change someone. Hallelujah. I don't care what their perception is. I don't care if y'all are uh, two political enemies. I don't care if y'all have no, no, nothing in common. God will change that person because he wants to save them. Not you. He wants to save them. For such a time as this, we are sent here. Austin, I was talking about the little girl. You are sent here for that little girl right now. Hallelujah. To bring her, hallelujah, to the knowledge that Christ loves her. She's not her past. She's not what happened to her. But God is going to change her, hallelujah, to his image. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All of us have been through some unspeakable things. Hallelujah. But God has changed us for such a time as this. We have stories to tell. But God has changed us to help others make it through. Hallelujah. When I was a little girl, I never said this, but I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like I had an experience that was bad. But I know God did something miraculous in my life. He took that away from me. Hallelujah, the experience that happened to me. But I know we ought to use our experiences to help people, to change their life to tell someone that might go and make the same mistake or who is suffering from past hurts in their life, that God helped you through it. Hallelujah. And God can. So we come for such a time as this. You know, I was thinking about in the Bible, there are many stories besides Esther. Hallelujah. I'm going to go to going to go to Moses, Exodus 9 and 1. God changed his circumstances. 
for such a time as he was living in. I love history, y'all. And all the people in the history books, hallelujah. God had to change. God had to intervene. Something had to happen, and they were born for the time they were born because they needed to be there. So we need to be here for this time, for such a time as this. In Exodus chapter 9 and verse 1, the Lord said unto Moses, Go into Pharaoh and tell him, Thus saith the Lord, God of, he of the Hebrews, Let my people go that they may serve me. You know, Moses had a decree from God. We have a decree from God to do for such a time as this, you know. Sometimes we don't want to go. Hallelujah. I'm sure Moses had a stuttering problem. Moses had murdered somebody. Moses had been exiled. You know, uh, uh, and now he's going back <laughs> to where all the people wanted. Okay, Mo, uh, can you do what Moses did? No, I don't know. I'm like, no, I ain't going back. I'm here. I'm, I'm good on this mountain, God. Uh, me and you, we got a thing. We right here. No, I'm like, I'm not going back up there. I'm not going to no Egypt. Mm -mm. No. Okay. <laughs> Some of y'all grew up in, oh, no, very nice circumstance. I grew up in the hood. Okay. <laughs> in the straight hood. Okay, guys, you go back down to Lane Coat, go at nighttime at 12 midnight, and I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, who? What? <laughs> you got to make sure that's God because that's the hood at night. Okay. I'm sorry. They done changed the building now. It's got some cleaned up building. Got a little police station over there, but still. Ain't nobody going there at no 12 midnight. I'm like, <laughs> but you go back to go back to Egypt and you tell them, the ones who hated you and tried to kill, tell them to let my people go. That took the Lord. He did it for such a time as this. Only someone who has a secure relationship with God. Someone who knows God. Someone who understands that only God is going to be the one to protect them. Only God is going to be the one to save them. Only God is going to be there, hallelujah, to help them. Hallelujah. How many times you have went into your, um, say, your boss's office or something, and you had to say, I'm going to tired. I need a raise. I need some. This, this job, they got me doing five jobs and they want to pay me this. You know, <laughs> I got a friend now. She's going for assistant principal, and I told her it's for such a time as this. And she said, okay, I know. I didn't been there. I said, go again, go again, go again. God will do it for you. Hallelujah. We have to have the faith to believe it. Hallelujah. I'm going through something right now, and I'm going again, because you have to be able to believe that he put you there for such a time as this. So he put you there, hallelujah. They see your persistence. They see that God is with you. They see that your determination does not come from your mortality. <laughs> hallelujah. Because sometimes we'll just, in our own body, in our own strength, we'll give up. But Moses, he had the strength of God. Hallelujah. He was fortified, y'all. He was, you know, the burning bush, everything. He, he, he had a connection with God that was unmovable. And it's not just for that time. Hallelujah. It's not just for that one person. See, we think it's in the word, so it's just for them. They in the word. They had, they knew God like that. We ain't, well, you know, we go to church and hallelujah. But we have to have a relationship so close to God to know that he is with us. Hallelujah. That he is there for such a time as this, you know? Hallelujah. 
I was in a service one time, and the Lord told me, it's just a plain, simple thing to tell this lady, you know. And I was like, nope, not doing it, nope, not doing it. But it kept staying in my head. Just tell her her blessing is on the way. How common is that? Your blessing on the way, everybody say that. You know, <laughs> everybody on faith, well, are you going to be blessed this year? I don't know. Well, you have to know in your spirit. Hallelujah. And it wouldn't let me go. And I tapped her on the shoulder. <laughs> this was one of them Holy Ghost churches, y'all. <laughs> I tapped her on the shoulder and I said, I said, excuse me. The Lord told me to tell you <laughs> that your blessing is on the way. That woman flipped that chair back over. She started shouting and crying and hollering and screaming. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> but God, it ain't meant for us. We as people of God, when God instructs us to do something, hallelujah, like Jocelyn, when God instructs you to talk to that little girl, it is for God to be glorified. Hallelujah. It is for God to be magnified. Hallelujah. So that person, hallelujah, that you don't want to speak to, I don't know, maybe somebody, <laughs> but God wants to be glorified. Hallelujah. God wants to get the glory, not out of, only out of your life, but out of their life too. Hallelujah. Out of their life too. Okay, let's go on to some more people that did something for such a time as this. We're going to go to David. Love David. <laughs> David is a man after God's own heart, but David did a lot of stuff too, didn't he? Okay. <laughs> David liked the ladies. Yes, he did. <laughs> David, we're going to go to 1 Samuel 17, verse 32 through 37. This is young David, strapping boy, young. Okay, David, for such a time as this, he was just going to, you know, get his brothers and them some food, see what's happening, what's going on with this war stuff. And, you know, they had an army, but they all scared, and they ain't going to fight that giant. They ain't going up there, you know. Would you go fight <laughs> this big giant, this big, big giant? But God, hallelujah, God was with David, hallelujah. David knew how to praise him, too. David knew how to give God, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah. He might have messed up a few times, but he knew how to praise God. He knew how to entreat the Lord, hallelujah. So 17, verse 32 and David said unto said to Saul, Let no man heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Okay? 33. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to think to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and he is a man of war from his youth. Okay, that first of all, people will knock you down before you go up and do something, right? Before it's time to speak or before it's time to, to um, do what you got to do, a presentation at work. Say, girl, you think you're going to do that? You're going to wear that? You're going <laughs> to, you gonna, you know, people will try to knock you down before you go and do something that God has already ordained for you to do. Hallelujah. But you got to know in your know that God said it. <laughs> he will do it. Hallelujah. So 34, and David said unto Saul, thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and the bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. 
335, and I went out after him and smote him and delivered, delivered it out, out arose against me. Okay, delivered out of his mouth. I'm sorry, I skipped the whole line. And when he arose against me, I caught him by the beard and smote him and slew him. Okay, David was really confident here. Here's a, a little commentary I wrote. Confident competitor that is more than happy to be underestimated. David, he was a confident competitor, was more than happy to be underestimated. He's like, y'all can say I'm little, y'all can say I'm small, I might not have it all, but I'm going to do it because God said I could. Hallelujah. So we have to know that if God said it, it is so. Let's read 36. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine, I like that, shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defiled the armies of the living God. So David's like, he ain't nothing. He ain't nothing. So whatever we tackling in life, he ain't nothing. And the testimony, like I said, Daphne gave about uh, the that ain't nothing. God fix it. God will fix it. God will do exceedingly above whatever we ask or think. So we have to not worry. Hallelujah. For such a time as this, we have to know that God is on our side in every circumstances. 36, 37. David's, David said, moreover, the Lord that delivered me out <laughs> he delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear. He will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, go and the Lord be with thee. See, David had confidence. He was cocky, but he was confident. That God was going to deliver him. So whatever situation, even a health challenge that we're facing, because I didn't really think, it was, <laughs> my heart stopped, and I was like, okay, I'm at her now. But, you know, everybody was like, are you okay? Are you okay? I guess I need to be scared too. I was like, okay. <laughs> but no, but God, hallelujah, would deliver you out of all. I was thinking, oh, that ain't nothing but a little thing. <laughs> but, but, but God will always be with you hallelujah even in sickness hallelujah no he he did it before okay lord you healed this in my body god i'm trusting you to heal this sugar he said stop drinking sweet tea uh uh uh, uh. but god uh half and half what about half and half that, that, that that'll work too morning lord half and half there's a little bit of water a little more water in it <laughs> But God, hallelujah, and love sweet tea, that demon of sweet tea. But, you know, <laughs> we'll blame the sweet tea. No, <laughs> but God knows, hallelujah. If God delivered us from that one illness, he can get us off of that pill, that medicine, hallelujah. But And, and in the Lord's time, don't be, don't be like, uh-uh, don't be like somebody, uh, I'm trusting God. How much trust you really got in him? You better take that medicine, go and be happy. But, <laughs> But God, no. <laughs> when you step out on faith, hallelujah, he'll tell you. My God said, you can get off one medicine now. I said, okay. <laughs> but, you know, you have to have that faith to believe that he'll do it in his time for such a time as this. You know, I was in um, 
the store one time, and this was a while ago, and, you know, you just meet people and talk to them. My daughter said I talk to everybody, you know. But, <laughs> but I was just talking and telling my story to this young lady, and she was just like, well, God, no, I needed to hear this story from you today. I was just telling about my salvation story. And you know that we go through things, but God is always with us. But some people just need to hear the mundane story. They ain't got to hear, oh, the mountain rose up and I saw a light from down under and the light shined on me. No. <laughs> and I said, Lord, Lord, is that you? No, no. <laughs> just like, I gave my life to Christ when I went to the little Baptist church and I was 12, the bus used to come and pick up children from the projects and take them. And we went because of ice cream after church, you know. <laughs> There's all the little children in the neighborhood, they got ice cream, let's go to church. <laughs> but that's how they hooked you though, they got you to go to church, you know. They came with their bus and we went, but I heard a message one day and I just broke down and cried. And I know God came into my life that day. Too scared to go up there and shake the preacher's hand. But I just I just stood right there and I accepted Christ. So we know that God wants us to tell people in this time. Hallelujah. Because time is winding up so fast with all the stuff happening. You watch the news, you'll be about crazy. But you gotta know that God is on your side. You won't walk out the house. I got a little niece, 12 years old. She's scared to go to the mall. She's scared to go anywhere for the shoe. But you know, God has to know that she's protected. Hallelujah. I told him, turn off the TV and stop letting that child watch all that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but God, God needs to reassure people in these times that he is there. Hallelujah. He is a keeper. Hallelujah. A thousand shall fall at the side and ten thousand at the right hand, but it shall not come not at dwelling. Know the word. Put the word in you. Hallelujah. Even my daughter, uh, she don't come much, but she know, she'll be like, mm-mm, the devil is alive, mama. I'm going to win this game. The first shall be last. <laughs> okay, girl. But God is good. God is the one that holds us. So we are here for such a time as this, to tell others about Christ, to, to be that beacon of light, to know that God is on our side, just like David, just like Joseph. I had a lot of scripture. Joseph. <laughs> I love Joseph. We're going to go to Joseph 50. This is kind of good because I like when the enemy thought he was doing something. 50 and Genesis 50 and verse 18 and 20, through 20. You know, Joseph... I'm reading Genesis now in my Bible study. Joseph is like one of one of the ones I really, really love because he was good. <laughs> he was good. And they did him dirty. They did him wrong. <laughs> but Joseph, he showed integrity. He showed love. He showed compassion when he didn't have to. So Genesis 15, verse 18. And his brethren also went and fell down before his feet, his face, and they said, Behold, we are thy servants. Remember, way, way back when he had them dreams, told people, don't tell folks your dreams. First of all, they ain't going to believe you, and they'll hate you for it. So <laughs> Joseph had that dream, hallelujah, and they said, Who do he think he is? Let's get rid of him. Let's yell, no, no, let's throw him in the pit. People will throw you in the pit just quick. Uh, who? Rosin who? <laughs> no, who? No. Yeah, I don't, mm -mm. 
but God kept Joseph alive for such a time as that. Hallelujah. And his brothers did bow down. Ha, ha, hey, it wasn't because of Joseph. It was the Lord. Hallelujah. Even his promise because Joseph was faithful. Let's read 19. And Joseph said unto them, Fear not, for I am in the place of God. He knew God. He had no hatred in his heart. People live with hate in their heart all the time. I'm like, what does hate do? It makes you sick, give you a headache sometimes. <laughs> I can't, you can't hate all the time. You can't live like that. Okay, 20. But as for you, you thought, talking about his brothers who did him wrong. People did you wrong in life. You want to, you, you know, you want to. <laughs> but, but, but as for you, you thought evil against me. Mm. But God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save as much people alive. I skipped over a lot of my verses, but that is the thing. God don't want us to be like other people, like they mean nasty, evil, turning on you and everything. God don't want you to be there. Show love. Sometimes it's from a distance, okay? You ain't got to be buddy-buddy. Okay, get that straight. <laughs> but God wants you to keep peace and follow peace with all men, okay? So God did this for such a time as this to show his brethren, hallelujah, that he, hallelujah, was a man of God, a man of faith, so we must show others that we are in the faith of God. Hallelujah. That they see God through us. They might throw stuff at us, act all up. My sister had a lady at her job. The lady was, you know, one of those that, oh, what she did? Oh, she dropped the paper around the baby. She worked at the nursery. And she dropped this, and she'd run and tell the boss, you know, one of the snitches. <laughs> snitches get stitches or something? I don't know. <laughs> But uh, for real, you know. So yeah, yeah. It's 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 like. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> the lady kept reporting anything and everything, trying to turn on my sister. But my sister's older. No, she's not older. She's sixty-one. But she's misrepresented to everybody, right? So, so the other teachers all know her. She's been there a long time, and they kind of told the girl, "Look, you're messing with the wrong one." <laughs> Leave Miss Rafetta alone, you know. <laughs> you don't talk to Miss Rafetta that kind of way. Anyway, but the girl had to come back to uh, my sister. And back in the day, I know how my sister was. I was like, oh, did she do <laughs> No. She said, no, Rosa, I didn't. I didn't. I prayed for her. I prayed with her. And the lady was crying to her, saying she just found out her daughter's autistic. And Rafetta prayed for her. And she said the lady is slowly changing her demeanor and her mannerism, you know. I said, you prayed for her? She said, yes. <laughs> I know. I said, back in the day, you would have, ooh. <laughs> but God, he changes people. He changes people for his purposes and his plan. So know that we are alive for such a time as this. We have our children for such a time as this. We have our family for such a time as this. To be a witness, it look like they might not hear us, but for such a time as this, God will get his word and his message through. Amen. That's it. <laughs>
So, Father God, bless today. God bless us as we leave out today, God. Bless every home here. Bless everyone represented here. Touch Brother Ernest in the hospital, God. God, touch everyone sick and afflicted right now, God, under the sound of my voice and those that we don't know. God, you heal and you deliver and set free in Jesus' holy name. Amen.